It is 18 minutes past 12 on Te Purunga o Te Tutanga. I'm joined now by RNZ Business Editor Giles Beckford and takeover activities set to rebound after a 2023 slowdown. Kia to you, Ben. Yes, uh, the pace is expected to pick up. Last year, quite a number of deals fell over. They just didn't make it to the finish line. And this comes from a report that's been gathered by law firm Minter Ellison Rudd Watts. And it looks uh, annually at the merger and acquisition activity. 116 deals were completed in 2023, but uh, that compares to more than 170 in each of the previous two years. Well, Minter's head of, uh, head of corporate, Neil Miller, says the deterioration of global and domestic economic conditions unsettled buyers and sellers. Very quickly in the 2023 year, the global environment, the hangover from the pandemic, inflation, uh, a couple of wars, they really started to rapidly turn the environment into one that was very much a cautious buyer um, environment and that led to reduced interest in assets, less competition and the buyers start to be able to dictate terms and pricing again. And that we think is one of the real causes for a lot of the impasses that we reached trying to get deals done last year. How quickly sellers and buyers had to amend their expectations around what a deal would look like. Well, Neil Miller says a number of deals were left on the table last year and he expects some of them to be revived this year as confidence returns to the market and he suspects that quite a few NZX listed firms may be in the sights of private equity firms, particularly from overseas. Well, Christchurch Entrepreneur is hoping her new online application will help ease some of the burden of dealing with the death of a family member or friend. Melissa Davies' platform called Hold Mine is a digital safe that allows users to securely store personal information such as wills, funeral plans, lawyers' contacts, even passwords for online accounts. The information can then be shared with trusted contacts and that will help ease some of the responsibility during difficult times. Well, Ms Davies says the idea came to her through her own experience of dealing with the sudden death of her father in 2014. She says once people sign up, it offers flexible ways to share important information. You can take pictures of information you want saved, you can write notes, you can cut and paste from other documents, you can upload documents into the different sections and then you have a choice about who you share those sections with. So for example, if you did have a copy of a will and you wanted to share that with the people that you have asked to be executor of the state of your estate, who you've asked or named, um, as like my dad did, I didn't know, um, the intention is that you would then invite them to view that information within Hold Mine. Melissa Davies says the app is also available in Australia and the UK. It would seem that New Zealanders are less fearful of the changes that artificial intelligence might bring, certainly uh, far less uh, fearful than other parts of the world. Well, market research firm Ipsos uh, has done a survey of uh, more than 25,000 people in 34 countries and they found that in general 60% of those believe that AI will lead to many jobs being lost. In New Zealand that ratio is just over 50%. Ipsos local managing director Karen Hercock says many New Zealanders think AI will actually uh, create new opportunities in the workplace. So New Zealanders are much more optimistic about the effects of AI than the global average. Uh, 64% of the global sample think AI will lead to many jobs being lost, but that level is much lower in New Zealand at 56%. 
And conversely, 42% of New Zealanders think that AI will create many new jobs. Karen Hercock says New Zealanders are much uh, like the rest of the world when it uh, comes to the outlook for the economy and climate change. However, they're more concerned uh, than the global average when it comes to the risk of another natural disaster hitting a major population centre. Well, much of the world is grappling with stubbornly high inflation, but China is the standout. The concern there is falling prices or deflation. The world's number two economy saw its consumer price index fall 0.8% in the year ended January. That was after a 0.3% decline in December. It's the biggest slowdown in prices since 2009 as the Chinese economy struggles with high youth unemployment and the fallout from its real estate crisis, which is affecting demand for goods. Mark Williams of Capital Economics says there's a general lack of confidence about the Chinese economy. China has been in deflation for a while. I mean, it's nearly a year now since uh, inflation was was in significant positive territory. So that is pointing to widespread uh, weakness in the economy. Um, there's there's a lack of confidence there, and it's not just uh, consumer prices that have been falling. Um, we've also been seeing equity prices falling in the in the financial markets. So it feels like um, households aren't too confident about the future. Financial market investors aren't too confident about the future either at the moment. Mark Williams says China's keen to avoid an extended deflationary period such as Japan experienced in the 1990s. Well, just coming up to 25 past 12, let's have a look at how financial markets are faring. I'm joined by Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities. Kia to you, Andrew. Good afternoon, Giles. Uh, well, um, it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy week for the local top 50. Some strong gains, some strong losses. Uh, how are we looking today? Today we're looking relatively flat, if not down, Giles. The NZX 50 is down 0.33% to 11.1833. Uh, holding it back today is Sky City down uh, 1.89% to $2.08. Meridian is also back at uh, down 1.77 to $5.56, and A2 Milk uh, down 1.08% um, to $5.50. On the other side, Spark relatively flat, $5.21. EBOS Group's up 0.58% to 36.20, and Fletcher Buildings up 0.72% to $4.00. Uh, 19. Is there just a hint of caution amongst investors given that we get into the company earnings uh, report season uh, in earnest next week? People just sort of thinking we'll go on the sidelines and wait for the numbers? I think we, we think I think we see a bit of that. It's also just the direction of rates um, globally just as we uh, continue to see a bit of turmoil in um, all facets and around the world. Yeah. Okay, what's it looking like in Australia? Uh, flat again, uh, slightly up 0.04% now at uh, 7,642 is the ASX 200. Um, notables there, Rio Tinto's up 0.43% to 129.84 and Commonwealth Bank also up 0.48% uh, 116.43. Uh, which takes us to the currency. Uh, Kiwi against the US, uh, 60.95. Uh, 
the New Zealand dollar against the Australian, 93.84. Kiwi against the pound, 48.30. Against the euro, 56.56. Against the yen, 90.97. And against uh, the Chinese yuan, uh, 4.38. Which leaves us with the big three of interest rates, oil and gold. TWI is 71.56. Three-month bank bill rate is 5.73. Brink crude is 81.75. And gold last traded at 2,033. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Atkinson of Jardin Securities. As we mentioned there, the earnings season gets off with a hiss and a roar. Really, uh, middle of next week, I think it's Wednesday, Fletcher Building is the first big cap cab off the rank and we'll be watching that one extremely closely. One other item of business news this lunch hour, Westpac stole on the march on its big bank competitors, reducing its fixed housing loans and term deposit rates across a range of terms from one to five years. The decreases on uh, fixed home loan rates are between 10 and 20 basis points with the special 18-month rate seeing the biggest drop to below 7%. It does follow um, moves as wholesale interest rates have been rising, but also the online financial services firm Heartland Bank cut most of its mortgage rates uh, down to around 65 even towards 6% uh, on some terms. We'll update uh, the news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint, but for now, Ben, that's business. Kia ora.